everyone, Yvette Rose here, and welcome to Ask Yvette episode. And in today's episode, we're going to be looking at sleep paralysis. Hi everyone, Yvette Rose here, founder and author also of Metaphysical Anatomy Volume 1, which is a book of 679 medical ailments for adults, and this is about the psychosomatic stress behind that. And guys, yes, of course, I have one for kids as well, just recently released, very excited about this. And if there's anything, even from your childhood, that is, you know, maybe unresolved, you can have a look at that if you have kids, it will give you such great insights. And also, if you love to work with children, this is a fantastic resource to help you to understand a child much better. And guys, also remember to hit the subscribe button, stay up to date with me, and remember to join my free weekly master classes that we also host once a week and we also have of course replays available that you can check out at evetrose.com and guys today we have such a great question can you talk a little bit more about sleep paralysis and the psychosomatics of that so let's first backtrack just back 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 just a little bit let's look at what happens when we actually fall asleep because while falling asleep or waking up, our brain sends signals that relaxes the muscles in our arms, in our legs, and also in our body. And then the result is that we have muscle atonia. And this helps you actually to remain still during your eye rapid movement, which is our REM sleep phases and cycles. Now, when we look at sleep paralysis, this is when we start to regain awareness, but we can't move. Now, this is not necessarily the most pleasant experience that you can have, because in most cases, I've come to learn and I've seen the pattern with my clients and I've even ex experienced this myself. When we have this moment where we wake up and we feel paralyzed, I've noticed that it happens at a time when you just had a nightmare or you're starting to move out of a nightmare that you don't necessarily remember, but you feel the anxiety and still the stress and the aftermath, like the emotional aftermath of that nightmare. And then those old emotions that you felt during that nightmare is now being felt and projected into the here and now. Hence why certain, you might feel like, wow, someone is watching me. Someone is trying to lying on me. Someone is doing something with me. This normally comes from a nightmare. Not all cases though, not all cases. So please don't feel that if you feel like, wow, but this is this, I know what I felt was not a dream. I'm not disregarding you guys. I get it. There's been things that happened to me as well that I'm like, that was not a nightmare. <laughs> so let's backtrack. Let's separate these two where there is one where it's a nightmare and one where it might be a little bit more closely related to a paranormal activity as well, which we do know that exists, but we're going to get to that in a minute. Let's say it was a nightmare. Now we know that your subconscious mind is processing. The reason why we have nightmares is because your body is trying to complete old trauma cycles. It's actually trying to heal. It's trying to process and to release something that happened that was tremendously stressful for the body and that left you feeling completely unresourceful, which means that 
you didn't fully overcome that traumatic event. And now your body is going through phases and stages where it's trying to complete that. But it's not necessarily as successful as it wants to be because sometimes when it's getting to that point of the height where the nightmare might be getting really intense, we normally wake up. Or you might dream that you're falling and then boom, suddenly you're back in your body. That's also very close, closely related to actually to astral traveling, but that's a whole different topic for another day. <laughs> but this is just to give you some hints and ideas of what this all could be relating to as well. Now, coming back to say that it's a nightmare. Now we feel all this emotional stress in relationship to the nightmare, but you might not remember it. But what you do feel is the anxiety. You feel the heart racing. You feel the stress. You feel the fear. You feel maybe that someone is out there to get you. You feel tremendously unsafe. You feel like you're suffocating. You feel extremely overwhelmed. And then we look at our environment or we feel things in our environment. And that maybe the slightest sound can actually exasperate how you're feeling because you're feeling unsafe. You're feeling tremendously powerless. And that is the worst state for the biology of the body to be in. And that is to feel completely unsafe, powerless, and completely unresourceful. Because that means for the biology, not necessarily you with the intelligent mind, but that means for to the biology that you could potentially be one step away from a potential death. And the body, it's its only job is to keep you alive. So, of course, it is its absolute worst nightmare to find you in such in such situation. So it can exasperate all these ah, strong feelings of panic and stress and everything that's taking place. Now, something that's also really super interesting is that the reason why this is happening is that your environment, right, your environment and people in your environment is triggering strong, strong, strong unresolved childhood trauma. Because then what happens is that when you sleep, you relax so much that your subconscious mind and your emotional body actually has time to process what you might have disassociated from in the past, which is now being triggered by your current circumstances. However, if you have sleep paralysis, you might have noticed that you have one or two dominant instinctive responses, and one of them is absolutely freeze. It's the freeze instinctive response. Hence also why you can't move. That freeze response correlates deeply to the part of the brain that causes the nerves of the legs and the hands and the arms and the muscles to not be able to move. Hence why you've probably noticed that if you are in that set of sleep paralysis, you can move your neck. There's a part of you that can actually try to move your mouth even just an inch or not even an inch, maybe like a a tiny little millimeter, but there is an ability to move, but your arms and your legs is just, it's like lead and they rock solid in the bed. And so this is just to give you an idea of what this already could be. There's a part of you that wants to fight. However, your freeze instinct was at a point in time somewhere in your life that crushed, or how can I say, what is the correct English word for this? That, that overrode this fight instinctive response that you had and then freeze became the dominant response now yes we can have paranormal activities absolutely i fully fully believe in this because i've seen with the thousands of people that i've worked with i've seen way too many amazing case studies that would kind of like blow this whole theory out of the water but yes sleep paralysis can exist in the relationship to nightmares and having this this deep sleep state but i've also seen this coming from a different angle and this can also come from when people are open 
to paranormal activities. If you're not open to it, like for example, if someone's an atheist, I mean, let, let me let me use this as an example. Put someone who believes in angels and star systems and galaxies in a room that is completely dark and put an atheist next to them, close the door for one hour, ask them to come out and ask them what was your experience. The atheist might be sitting there going like, oh my God, I nearly died of boredom. This was just absolutely freaking dreadful. Like, what was I thinking? Like, oh, and the other person might be like, oh my God, I saw my guide. They said all these amazing things to me. I, I found the solution to a big problem that I had. I saw my star system, my, 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 my inherited alien sister is doing great. You know, you're going to have all these other different interpretations because the quantum field can only respond to what you're open to, period. That's just how it works. We don't need, no one needs to have a science degree to realize that. So, and you probably see that in your manifestations. If you don't believe in something, then perfect. It's not going to come your way. You don't believe in it. So <laughs> the, the quantum field and how the universe is set up is actually really super simple. It's us who complicate things. Now, yes, you can have, for example, maybe entities or, or negative energies that can come in that you might feel like they're pressing down on you. And this is normally... Uh, maybe some, some type of energetic form that's trying to intimidate you. And the reason why they do this, dun, dun, dun. are you ready? They love fear. They love fear. They need fear to feed off of you because the more disempowered you are, the more empowered they are. That's why in my healing technique, metaphysical and technique, MAT, I refer to negative entities as EBGBs. Why? You just bought yourself to frowning there or smiling just a little bit. Come on, admit it. It was funny, right? So <laughs> the reason why you thought it was funny, did you see how you just took away that fear? Something very serious and something very fearful. And it, that is feared by a lot of people just suddenly became really super funny. And it's because it's very super important to make it a joke. The more you make these entities a joke, the more powerless they are towards you. So next time, if you find yourself in a state of paralysis and you don't know if it's a nightmare or what is going on, just say you are an EBGB. You're an EBGB. That's all that you are. I'm real. You're just the air, and that's it. Because that's kind of true. <laughs> if you want to take it into levels of densities, we kind of like take the cake there. We win. So, <laughs> so guys, there you have it. I do hope that this helps. And keep asking all these really great questions. And until next time be the light that you are. Thank you guys for joining me here. And also remember to subscribe to our math membership website. You can check out so much more. There's so many free healing courses there as well. Go to eventrose.com. See all the free master classes and events that we have coming up. There's always something happening on our platform. And we love to hear from you for the Ask Event episodes, but also for the psychosomatic patterns that you would love for us to talk about, especially when it comes to these books, the research that's in it. And there's so much to be learned and so much to be shared as well. So I love your questions. Let us know what's on your mind let us know what you would love me to address as well life challenges this it's just it's endless guys thank you so much for being here with me today and remember to subscribe so that you can stay up to date with the latest and greatest videos that's coming out just for you until next time be the light that you are